Blog Talk Radio. Sweet lady. 
Good evening. Good evening, peace and blessings, family. It is yet another Friday evening, and it's time for Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. I'm here tonight with my wonderful and beautiful goddess, Zilana. This is Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach. And Z, I already said your name, but you know, you we have our, our thing. <laughs> It's all good. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and we do welcome you once again to another amazing evening of love. Yes, yes. How was your week, sis? Oh, you know my week has been absolutely fabulous. I've been loving this weather. <laughs> you know, <laughs> spring is in the air. You know, we had a beautiful full moon this week. We had a, a lunar eclipse. Oh, we yes. Energy uh, brought mm-hmm. up this week. And I'm telling you, love, love, love is in the air. Yes, it is. People uh, that have come forth, beautiful kings and queens that have come forth to uh, uh, talk about their love thing that's been going on. So, you know, that's <laughs> That's and you know that's what we're about. You know what? What can we do as individuals and collectively to to raise this love consciousness? So you're yeah, right. You know, spring, the energy is in the air, and we're just getting acclimated with the flow of things. I'm I'm looking outside and I see that the trees are starting to bear flowers, and I just you know I don't know if you can tell. Um, by my voice, but I'm just seasoned because I just I love when the days are longer and warmer and just full of life. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a the, the rebirth of life. Um, so uh, I'm really excited what's taking place. Yes, you know I love it, Bonnie. When you around three thirty in the morning, the birds start chirping. Like, wake up, wake up, let's get this party started. <laughs> you know, giving thanks to the creator first thing in the morning, then maybe uh, a couple hours later, the, the day is starting to dawn. And it just fills me up with such a feeling of joy that, wow, we get to experience another day and the mm-hmm. sun comes up and it's just a beauty uh, all around us. I'm just, I'm just so grateful, so, so, so grateful. And yes, of course, um, as we are going to be talking tonight about yeah. attracting our divine love mate. So, again, yeah. you know, we got a lot of love, love, love that's moving around. People are really, you know, talking about and wanting to be de- having a desire for yeah. uh, connecting, you know, connecting with a beautiful soul. So, uh, Bonnie, if you want to go ahead and get us started on our disclaimer, then we can All go right. right into our conversation tonight. All right, yes, yes. So, again, I am Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, and Z is our love and sex enthusiast and also upcoming author, might I add. (laughs) And with that, yes, (laughs) just wanted to remind our audience to look forward to what you have to um, contribute to the world with your gifts and talents with your writing. And um, with that being said, as our profession and through our experience, that's we're we're not medical doctors. So we come to you tonight with our experiences, with our research, and um, and and with love. But 
we do understand that there are some listeners that um, may be undergoing, because we make a lot of suggestions and or we talk about different things and, you know, we talk about herbs and nutrition and, you know, some freaky stuff too. And if it's out of your scope of health and wellness, we always suggest that you consult with your primary care physician if you're undergoing any type of medication that might be counterproductive to any of the suggestions that we may have or recommend or anything that our guests may recommend on our show. And also, this is an adult show, so we like to let our adult audience know that just in case you might have any young ones in the um, in the listening area, because our content is mature, we just like to let our adult audience know that um, prior to getting started with the show. So other than that, did I miss anything, honey? All is well, all is well. We, we just, again, want to thank the family for taking time out on a Friday night because, you know, we just finished saying how the yeah, days are getting longer, so um, mm-hmm. you, know, you could be out, you know, taking a, a little stroll in the park with your beloved or, you know, maybe just sitting and contemplating, um, you know, doing some meditation right now. And so we could you could be anywhere doing anything, but you decided to join us tonight. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, I do want to say, Bonnie, that we are going to have our guests on uh, just in a little short while. So we ask the family to be patient. I know a lot of you are waiting to hear from the king and the queen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bill and, and his queen, Arlene, they are going to be sharing their story with us in just a little bit. So, but we're going to get started talking about uh, attracting everybody. I love Nate. And I know, Bonnie, you've got some specifics that you want to share with the family. Mm-hmm. The buzz around love. Yeah. And, and you know what, Z, when we, when, you talked, when we talked about the topic and the title, Attracting Our Divine, you know, putting that word divine in front of divine, love me, you know, and and where that takes us. So divine, that crosses the physical realm, and we get into this, the spiritual aspect of finding that person. So, you know, obviously when we put that word into divine, made it, it's more easier, I say, to find someone that you can, um, you know, connect with on the physical realm and, you know, and, that jump off and we're getting out of cussing season, so <laughs> the weather is getting warm, so just finding someone to um, satisfy our needs temporarily. But what does it take for us to attract that, that soulmate, that divine mate, that partner that that we can connect with um, beyond the physical and, and we can connect on the spiritual and intellectual realm? So, Preparing for this show, I have put up some statistics, and I know that we hear a lot uh, within the U.S. about the divorce rate, um, and and also that not many people are getting married as they did, you know, years ago. And I found it interesting that when pulling up the statistics for like online dating, that within the U.S. alone. Over fifty, there are over fifty-four million single people here in the U.S. And within that fifty-four, over in this more exact, but it's over fifty-four million. 
And within that, 39 million of them have actually tried online dating. So we know the popular sites like eHarmony and Match. And I, I can admit that, you know, I got I had a profile and, you know, at the hearing, you know, different people connected. And I'm like, what is this? Like my curiosity got me. Like what is it about this online thing? You know, my thing is like I, I want to meet my mate, my soulmate the organic way, you know, whether it be I'm at a, a grocery store and they see that, you know, my hair's all messed up, I got sweatpants on, but it's something about me that just drew them to me. Like that was that was my fantasy. And so I'm like, okay, I kept hearing about this, and I'm, you know, and I was single. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this online dating. And girl, don't you know, like filling out the questionnaire alone is like takes like an hour to do. So it's so much that goes into even setting up a profile. And so from that profile, they ask questions, you know. It's not longer, no longer is it just, you know, what your sign is and, um, you know, what do you like to do in your spare time, but really diving into, you know, your personality traits and, you know, what what is it, you know, do you, do you, what's your favorite color? And then from that, you know, they pull up, okay, well, if you like red, then you're more attracted to people that, you know, so it's a lot of science that goes behind these compatibility tests, and from that, or they create these algorithms and, and all these things that align people together, um, and here you have the success of online dating, you know, because if it wasn't working, then we wouldn't have it, but here we are today that we still, you know, that we have it, and this is a multi, multi-billion dollar industry built on the fact that people are really joining and searching for someone that they can connect with. Well, you know what, Bonnie, say, um, thank you for sharing that because um, it is. It is so popular, and, you know, you see it all the time, the commercials are on television. And I've even had, I tried it, you know, I didn't even go through the one that has all of the the um, profile stuff. I just went on to a, a website and, you know, put myself in there. But it is, it just, just goes to show you that that men and women are looking to connect. They're looking to find someone to, to, and someone special. You know, of course, there's some people out there that just say, hey, I'm just looking for a hookup or just looking for a friend. But there are others who say, you know, I'm looking for a mate. I'm looking for a long-term commitment. So, um, and, and that now that we have this new technology where you can mm-hmm. uh, get to meet online, uh, it can turn out to be a good thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. not a good thing. I have heard horror stories <laughs> from, um, from yes. this tried it, and they like, man, I, I got through ten brothers, and it just wasn't even working. <laughs> and I'm sure guys probably have the same experience. But I, I have a dear friend who um, actually found her love mate. Uh, mm. Online, you know, she got online. She met the person, and and they're still together. And that's been about seven or eight years. So you just never know how the universe is going to bring that beloved. You just never know. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you don't. You don't. And you know, we spoke about 
be, you know, again, with that divine, so adding that spiritual aspect into the relationship. And, you know, I want to talk about what is that, you know, the role of spirituality in the relationship. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean, you know, going to church together or, um, or those types of things, which are great, and that helps with building the bond. But, again, you know, connecting with someone with your virtues, you know, because virtues, um, they make the relationship possible. And when I say virtues, I mean connecting on that where you're you're building a a foundation based on patience and kindness and humility, um, gentleness and forgiveness and love, and, and building on that, you know, because when we find that we are when we build things that are based on whims and cravings and, um, you know, selfish desires, you know, those things don't necessarily or those things, you know, those don't make the long-lasting relationships that we're, that we're talking about. And with physical intimacy, you know, it's limited. It's, it's, it doesn't, um, you know, it's limited to that. So when we bring in the spiritual and the emotional and intellectual um, part of intimacy into relationships, you know, where you're able to fully explore the um, the boundaries of that that union. Absolutely. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when I think about, you know, attracting my mate, my divine mate, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I want to bring in, I want to um, totally rely on my spiritual attraction, my, my divine energy to draw in my divine mate. And so, you know, some forms of that for me are prayer, meditation, you know, visualize, you know, where I feel like I'm really the heart-to-heart connection, uh, soul-to-soul, and spirit-to-spirit connection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, just me, not just about, well, I'd like to find somebody that I can have a good conversation with. You know, that's a you know, good conversation with. That may be good, but to me that's not my spiritual connection with that person. You know? Right, right. I tell you know, I'm an old fashioned girl, Bonnie. I believe that the universe has already chosen we've already chosen who we're going to um have this wonderful, amazing experience with and we did that before we came and evolved into this lifetime. We may have to kiss a few frogs to get to our still holding out <laughs> for the old fashioned way that um divine yeah. love is going to bring us together at the right and perfect time. And a lot of times, Ronnie, it means that uh, we have some work to do uh, yes. prior to yes. uh, attracting that, that, that our, our beloved. Because, you know, if, you know, I've been on a journey throughout my life where I've, you know, gone through some ups and downs in relationships, and I've had some wounds. And, you know, I know, you know, the brother may have had some wounds, so we... They have some healing work to do, some forgiveness work, letting go of the past, releasing others, mm-hmm. baggage. You know, holding on to baggage can be a real detriment uh, in a relationship because you could be repelling that. Right. So, 
you know, that whole healing aspect. And I think we're going to be hearing about that as um, uh, King and Arlene come on because, you know, we're asking them to talk about what was your process, you know, what did you have to do to clean it up and clean it out. You know, so you can't pour new wine into old wineskins. So if you have all that junk going on in there, so you got to clean it up and clear it out before that beautiful beloved can come your way. So we're going to be talking about doing the work to heal what yes. needs to be healed and get us freed up for our beloved. Mm. Yes, 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 get us freed up. I like that. I like that. Because, you know, we, we talk about, you know, we're raising the love vibration. We're raising the consciousness. And with that, you know, that, that, that takes the work, that it takes the the unveiling the the truth and unveiling the truth of who we are. Um, because I remember, you know, there was a time and and work in, a pro- in progress, but what I just I didn't know what I want. I thought I knew what I want, and that was you know going by what I saw um, on on television or you know or what I saw just on my externally, um, but not really going internally as to wondering, you know, what is it that you want? Yeah, you know, if they can buy you nice things and that's that's great and and take you nice places. But ultimately, you know, what you want is that mate and that person that's going to bring out the best of you to make you a better pers- a better version of who you are and in return you do the same. And I know, Z, that you had shared with me that you had came up, um, you had found an article. Did you want to share that with them? Um... Oh, yes. Well, and it's right in alignment with what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. You just talked about raising your vibration. And so I found this article online by Divine Caroline. Talk about divine soulmates, right? Divine Caroline. Um, one of the things that she says in attracting a soulmate is to raise your vibration. And she says the key to finding true love is to keep that vibration high. Uh, We operate on a frequency. When our vibration is raised, we are more tuned to the spiritual realm. And that was just what we were talking about, bringing in the spiritual aspect as we draw on our mate. We can see more clearly and feel angels and celestial beings who will whisper instructions in your ear. Oh, I love that. Or your heart. To unite you with a soulmate And she says She advises us to listen To the instructions that will come from the angelic beings And to live a more spiritual life uh, She gives a few things That you can do To raise your vibration So family If you've got a pen and pencil nearby You may want to take some notes on this um, One of the things That she talks about Vani Spending time in nature. Oh, my God, that's so beautiful. You know, getting out, going for walks, looking up at the trees, up at the sky, enjoying the sun, enjoying the sunlight, looking at the animals, you know, the birds are kissing each other and they're floating all around and, you know, (laughs) hanging out and the squirrels are chasing each other. Spending time in nature, meditating and praying daily daily meditation and prayer. And she even goes into (laughs) Uh, She even goes to avoiding red meat. 
and including more vegetarian meals in your diet. And Ronnie, I know this is kind of right up your uh, alley because um, you're a foodie and uh, mm-hmm. about uh, increasing your alkaline foods, including more vegetables, whole grains, fruits, and green drinks. And if anybody yes. has ever had any of Vondria's lavender lemonade, oh, <laughs> I only told her to say. This is just so damn with some lavender lemonade. I want some more of that, by the way. <laughs> I got you. You know, I got you. Okay, that's that good. So, I, it's, it's interesting that she said the, the red meat, of course, you know, I was going to, you know, touch on that because that old saying, we are what we eat. And and we assimilate, you know, we when we break these foods down, you know, we are those things. So when you are eating foods that are full of life and that are vibrant, you know, you are becoming that. So I just wanted to touch on that. Well, that's true. You know, when we have, mm-hmm. when we have plant foods in our body, we're giving our body nutrition. <clears throat> and yeah. we can stay on that high vibration. You know, we want to make sure that our cells are getting fed the right things so we can keep our vibration raised. Um, yes. And then, of course, she says, if you do eat meat, we're not telling people not to eat meat. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're not medical doctors, so we're not telling you uh, not yes. to eat meat. But she says to bless it and try organic so that you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of the uh, chemicals and things that are in some of the foods. Um, she yes, also and, says, Bonnie, to play awesome. music. Oh, my God. Play oh, music. Yes. She mm-hmm. says, angels love the sound of Sweet music. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. When we came on tonight, we played Starlight and You, and I dedicate that to our beautiful lady love, uh, Janine Ingram. That's one of her favorite songs. But when you hear some soft, mellow music, oh, my goodness, and it just makes your heart feel so beautiful. When you hear the sounds, when, when the brother said, my heart feels so warm. When you are around, oh, my goodness, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know and feel our love forever and evermore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get into that vibration, that beautiful music. You know, if, if you're not into that kind of music, whatever turns you on, whatever gets you up and make you feel good, play some good music because the angels love it. She says mm-hmm. to adorn your home and office with plants and flowers. And, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about, Bonnie, a lot with sisters who are single is, you know, um, you know a lot of times, you know, oh, I wish I had a guy that was bringing me flowers. Well, sisters, bring yourself some flowers. Just mm-hmm. go on and send yourself some flowers. Or when you're at the market, get yourself a bouquet of flowers and put them up. And, you, you know, as we are doing ourselves, Loving up on ourselves and being kind and gentle to ourselves, then we can. Then our vibration is raised so that we can uh, bring forth letting them know in the spiritual we love flowers and of course plants uh, as well. Um, she also talks about being in service to others because of course when we give, when we give of ourselves and service and love and, uh, you know, good comes back to us. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites. And, you know, we're doing work in the magic right now. And she says, living gratitude. I mean, 
mean, that to me is one of the most important things you can do is to live in gratitude. Not just yes. say thank you when someone opens a door or gives you a gift. Live in gratitude every day. Wake up being grateful. Whether you have a mate, whether you don't have a mate, just being grateful that you got life today and health today and abundance today. Living and another opportunity to another opportunity to love and to serve. Amen. Another mm-hmm. opportunity to be the love that we are. Yes, I yes. Say. And uh, dance, Bonnie. This is one of your favorites. Dance and play. I remember when you used to have your um, adult sex education class and you would have us dancing and movement and uh, getting that vibration moving around in our bodies. Oh, man, that's what's up. And then, of course, getting into the flow. Getting into the flow. And you said, do this first thing in the morning. Get your body moving. Let your let your body know we are alive today, and get that flow going. And she talks about eliminating negative speech. Eliminating negative speech. So that means family. If we are still saying there are no good men out there, then guess what? That's what we're gonna keep on getting. If we're mm-hmm. still saying, well, all sisters want to do is use you, then, yes, that's what you're going to keep on getting. So we don't want to speak that. We want to eliminate yeah. negative speech. We want to always affirm the positive. Affirm, say what it is that you want. If you want mm-hmm. a queen, if you want to be able to have a king, then see that. See women as that. And mm-hmm. know that we really are that. We all are that. So that's just a few things the sister had to share out uh, this article. Um, if anybody wants to learn more about that, you can go to www.divinecaroline.com. And it's called Love, Sex, Manifest Your Soulmate, Five Powerful Steps. Oh, right. Well, hey, we are already at the top of the hour. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Okay. Yeah, actually, I did. I just I wanted to add that the importance of believing in love, and it talks about you know um, piggybacking for what you're saying is that you know if you are if you're looking for your king and if you're looking for your queen, believe that they're there, believe that they're out there, believe in love because you know you know a lot of times when we are in relationships and we get out of them because ideally when we go in a relationship, you know we think that we're going to be with that partner. Um, you know, for the duration of, of our life. But that doesn't always happen. So we come out of that maybe, you know, feeling hurt and wounded and salty about love and how love has failed us. But the importance is, you know, to still believe that that love for you exists. So I just wanted to add that to to your, um, to your list there is the importance of belief. And um, as Z just said, we are. Wow, we're at the top of the hour already. The time just slows, and it? it just slows and grows. I mean, it's so much that we could could continue to, to share. Mm-hmm. But there is one more thing, which I think is so key, and that okay. is forgiveness. You're just talking about uh, about that, you know. Um, oh, yes. You know, and, and having, you know, having gone through, other relationships, 
and holding on to any uh, unforgiveness, and, you know, you're just dooming yourself to not getting what you want. Mm-hmm. Not forgiving that ex-husband or the ex-wife or the ex-boyfriend or the ex-girlfriend. Right. If you haven't done that, got to do your forgiveness work. You know, God tells us uh, to forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgive first thing in the morning, forgive at night, forgive all throughout the day. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Because when we hold on, that negativity is blocking our good. And one of the things that she says is that your soulmate could be on the other end of the earth. And you don't have to worry about how you will meet him or her. Just do your uh, prayer and pray, uh, positive prayer work, and your spirit will guide you along the way. So do your work, do your forgiveness, stay in belief that love is yours and shall be, shall be. Mm-hmm. Bonnie, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, move into uh, our commercial. All right. We're going to on the king and the queen who are going to share their journey to love. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Zakia Lana, the hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio.
I am V, your love and sex enthusiast, and we welcome you back to uh, the second half of Love. Let's talk love, sex, and nutrition. Oh, beautiful, Vi! That was a beautiful song. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Oh yeah, that. That, that's my guy. He's he's from Chi-Town, David Hollister. He was um in the group Backstreet uh, back in the day. So when he went solo. He um he had the whole album is is a beautiful album, but this song right here was like one of those songs. that was like, and I love his voice because it was so rich. It is. I love it. I gotta go home to my baby. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's so beautiful uh-huh. and and right in uh, divine timing for uh, the next part of our conversation tonight. Was uh, the two lovebirds that have found each other and are moving forward into their divine love relationship. So uh, we're going to introduce them. Bonnie, did you want to go ahead and introduce our guest tonight? No, um, I'm going to let you go ahead and do that, Z. <laughs> All right, well, uh, family, we just we're just so excited and blessed to be able to have with us uh, two beautiful souls. Um, you know, they're beautiful souls individually and together. Wow, I don't even know what to say. They're amazing. Uh, I met uh, Arlene is actually one of the uh, producers of uh, the Family Healing Circle. Arlene Cahet along with Harvey Bailey, and Arlene has just been an amazing gift in my life. Um, she's, a, um, she's just a beautiful sister who um, has an amazing and awesome spirit of love, and she's a relationship coach. She does sacred relationship work, and so we're going to be talking with her tonight about her journey to love. Um, also, um, her beloved king, uh, King Teasdale, who is an author, also a beautiful soul, he is going to come on and share his journey to love and how the two of them found each other. And I'm going to allow them to uh, share uh, their their beginning, their middle, and the rest of their life together. So uh, King and Arlene, would you come on? Uh, are you here tonight? And Welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, Nutrition. Yes, thank you for having us. Peace and blessings, yes. Peace, 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 and to blessings. The <laughs> wow. So, um, King and Arlene, uh, I, I'm not going to let the family know everything. I want you to tell them, but what we want to know is what did you do? What was your journey to love? How did you, what you had to go through, you know, did you have to go through getting rid of some in you, and, you know, how did you find each other? So I'm going to turn it over to you and and let you talk about it. Okay, honey, do you, you, you want me to start or you, you want to, oh, he's pointing at me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So I would say that what happened was I went ahead and, and around 2013, 
I created a vision board. Um, uh, there, were, there had been many people in my life, uh, life who had talked about visioning and things of that nature. And so I created a video vision board of what it was that I wanted to create. Um, there were aspects that I felt that were missing in my marriage. And I decided, well, if, you know, if I if I have the opportunity to vision it, um, I wanted a spiritual partnership, um, a spiritual sacred union. Um, I also wanted somebody who was more affectionate. I really did get very clear on what my non-negotiables were, what my needs were, and what my wants were. Um, there, the the. Also, a part of that was also having a mate that had a spiritual understanding of me. Um, I already knew that the person that I would be involved with, um, he would have to be very open-minded. And even though if, if he was, you know, if he was a Christian, he would have to have a great deal of flexibility in that area because there were aspects of myself that I never really felt comfortable with uh, sharing with somebody with somebody else. Um, the other things that I did were prayer, meditation, but I think the primary thing that I did was develop a relationship with myself. Um, getting to a point where I was releasing my guilt about personal things that had taken place in my life, uh, releasing this idea that my value was based upon what it was that I could bring monetarily into a relationship because I had, at the time, I had, was having some issues with my prosperity. Um one of the other things that I did was also pay attention to the relationships that were around me. Um, what were there were there patterns that were showing up? Even in my even in my friendships, were there patterns showing up? Uh, the, you know, if there was anything about the people who were around me that irritated me, you know, I started looking at myself and like, okay, so you know, what was that about? Why was it irritating me? Why did I, you know, why why was I viewing it that way? Um, and then I think the one thing that really turned things around for me, and a lot of that came after I developed the business partnership with uh, Reverend Harvey L. Bailey, is that I began to understand uh, that I, I started, like, even though it was a friendship, it was a business friendship, um, that I started blessing my relationship with him. And what I saw was that it changed the the course of just even my basic friendships. And it, there was a deep, deep, sort of a deepness. One of the things that I would pray for is that all of my relationships, regardless of whether or not, you know, there was any type of intimate aspects to it or not, that I wanted all of those relationships to operate at the very highest vibration possible so that, so that you know, that 
I guess you could say, the source of creation's highest intent and value of the relation would be brought to uh, the forefront. Um, And another thing that I also did was whenever there would be things that would be going on in my life, I was always sort of very honest and transparent about myself, even those things that I was uncomfortable with actually sitting with and actually uh, actually acknowledging. Um, and also the other thing that I did was started to, you know, it, it came with the relationship work, but I also found that, that you know, making a study of, what, or you know, what relation, you know, what relationships work, or why it is that some relationships work, and why other ones didn't. Um, when I started learning about the love languages, I I had my aha moments uh, when I learned about the different reason, the different ways that men and women communicate. I had you know several aha moments there. Um, in addition to that. Um, uh, understanding the reason why you we tend to attract the people that we do, where and one of the reasons that that actually happens is because uh, we're looking to heal those uh, heal those parts of ourselves that that were unresolved from our childhood, and and that go, and that really does that can apply to all of your relationships, not just the loved ones. And just sort of being in that space of, of you know, I, I will will say that for the most part, I really, really, uh, to my heart and my core, am a romantic. And uh, when I think about it, the work that I do um, with the relationship coaching, it was it was something that was very important to me from the very beginning. So you have to make it a priority if that is something that you are wanting. If you are wanting a sacred union, if you're wanting a relationship where you feel that you can for that relationship to be your soft place to fall, you've got to you've got to make a bit of a study of it to see what works and to pay attention to the relationships that you do have and also pray for the highest and best intent that source would have for all of those relationships. And um, I guess, do you want uh, want me to get into how it is that I came to meet King, or do you want to save that for later, or do you want to chime in, hon? Well, actually, I'd like to ask you uh, to to share a little bit about this question I'm going to ask you, and then um, then we can have King come in, and then y'all can talk about how y'all find each other. Um, One of the things, Arlene, that um, I know that you have done some work around clearing out um, old partners, um, you know, sexual Mm -hmm. partners and things. And and I wonder if you, um, you know, would share a little bit about that. And did you feel that that was instrumental in in your process uh, to attracting your love? Uh, Yes. Uh, Yes, I do. Um, There were... Um, I know that I've. I know that when I've been on the love journey before, that I gave a spiritual bath. That was that was just one of the things that I did um, for myself. I did get a spiritual bath to sort of, to cleanse myself of of past and previous relationships. Um, 
I also did some um, audios that are put out by Tybro.com by Dr. Mitchell Gibson. Um, one is called Spirit Attachment Removal, and the other one is called Soul Cleansing. Um, I also had done um, the the personal work that I did for myself was the relationship coaching, which provided me the opportunity to get really, really clear about what my my non-negotiables were, what my needs were, um, to to understanding what it is that I really wanted to draw uh, to myself. And I would say there were, you know, a great deal of the work really came from releasing the emotional baggage of guilt. And I would say that those were, you know, those were the major components that seemed to fast-track um my meeting king and 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 just operating and deciding to uh operate at my you know highest uh, my highest most loving vibration just being authentic in who I am but as far as the releasing those the spiritual baths the and the audios were very instrumental in 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 releasing those old energies. And here's the thing. Um, I I didn't just do it for like a couple of months. We're talking about years of of doing these particular doing these particular things. With the spiritual bath, maybe I would do that maybe like twice a year. Um, and the the spirit attachment removal and the soul cleansing, those particular audios, those for the most part played 24-7 whenever I went to sleep. Um, and I had spent, um, I had made the decision that the if I was to actually have gotten involved with anyone, um, that I would not, um, I did not want to just have a, some somebody that I wanted to just kick it with. Because my, my feeling was is that if that person's, you know, vibration was there, if there was somebody else there, even if it was in a casual a casual way, that it would have actually blocked the blessing of meeting my my um my spiritual partner, you know, my sacred, you know, my sacred partner that uh the source uh chose for me. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love that you call them your spiritual partner. We were just talking about having that spiritual relationship, and obviously mm-hmm. you have found yours. So that's so beautiful. Thank you. And we'll hear a little bit more from you uh, later on after uh, Brother King shares uh, his process. Well, thank you, Queen. We appreciate you for sharing that with us. And uh, Brother King, if you are ready to come on and share your half of the story. We'd love to hear what your process was and how you were able to connect with your queen. <laughs> I um, find it quite interesting that for me, it's hard to describe whether my experience is a spiritual and uh, uh, and finding my, my sacred soulmate was or would be considered a spiritual journey or a voyage. Because everything of my life kind of comes together to bring me to this point of now. I, uh, I, I love the song that was played. I think it was David Hollister. Um, because that, 
pretty much was the, the journey um, that I was on for some time because we get so acclimated to the environment in which we're in. And to be a man in this type of society, there are certain things that's expected of you and you want to kind of play that role. But what I discovered for myself is that I can't just play a role. I have to be in it. So whenever I got involved, I I make love. It was never really just to kick it. It was to get busy and to enjoy and to be enjoyed and to have an experience. So I discovered that there was a, a spiritual thing going on when I saw the response to what was happening. So it wasn't that it was me who had it going on, but there was a connection that was deeper than anything physical that I could ever possibly imagine. And I had to recognize with something that I had to be very careful with. Um, I came to a point in my life to where I almost felt as if I no longer deserved love because of the way in which I was handling the gift. I remember the back when I was in college, there was a sister who was from Kenya. We had such a, a, a connection. It was unbelievable. It was like I could write a letter today. And back then, there was snail mail. So you didn't know the other person's thoughts until you received that letter. Well, it just so happened as she would write a letter and our letters would pass each other in through the mail. We were like reading each other's words and there was such a commonality there. It was like phenomenal. But I ended up wanting to be a player because I came back to Baltimore City and it was like, you know, if she wants to stay up there, if she doesn't want to come down here, then I can be sworn to fun and loyal to none. And that didn't work out too well. And it it, it caused me to start having judgment on myself. And I felt as if I had did love wrong. The day in which I took her to the, the bus station, because when she came, I had got caught up in some vibration with some other sister, and I wasn't expecting that because I didn't love. I didn't know love was going to do me like that. And uh, when that happened, I dropped the uh, I dropped the girl off at the bus station because feel right for her to to stay here. Um, that same night before leaving the bus station, I blew out two tires on my car. I couldn't even make it home. I had to park the car and find another way to get home and find another tire. And I was like, man, I done messed up big time. But I ended up marrying that person that I had kind of, I guess, got tripped up and fell in love with. But I looked at love from the wrong perspective. I looked as though I could find love from the individual directly. And that's where I was making my mistake. Because you have to go to the source. Driving along one day and I looked and I saw a sign and it said, God is love. 
And I know I was having all these problems with this sister, and I couldn't quite understand exactly what was going on. And it dawned on me. Answers right there in front of me. God is love. I said, so love is a satellite type of thing. You know, if you're not connected to the satellite, then you're not going to be able to go ahead and get the right reception going from one to the other because it's just, there's too much interference. So I had to first develop a real relationship with the source of love by understanding that else is merely a reflection of the source of what love, of what is love. In all, through all, full love because of love. And in this love, knowing that love also lives inside of me and inside of you, to be fed by you, by the love of you, that has already been your gift before your carnation into your fleshly existence. Unfortunately, the flesh oftentimes takes charge to rule your life into either the or the worse. Now, the key for me was to understand that I am not a one-part being, but a being of three parts, and that's spirit, soul, and body. But the flesh was trying to take charge. But then when I started to recognize that I had to recognize who I am, then I came to recognize that I have to make an alignment on a consistent basis and develop the maintenance that was necessary for the balance of each of these beings to be nourished and satisfied in the nourishment that fulfills my entire being. That is why the spiritual awareness of love is so very important in nurturing and developing into the reality and the beauty that it ought to be. That was the thing that really happened for me. And in that, I came to recognize for this to really be performed, I had to first give honor to the source of love so that love finds me to be the temple of which she wishes to live, thrive, and multiply in giving of herself because that's what she does. Lovers had come to recognize that there was something special about the scripture when it said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. But what dawned on me is, seek ye first the kingdom of love. Because if God is love, and if says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, then God is love. So seek ye first the kingdom of love, and all else will be added unto you. And that's what opened the door for the beloved of which I have today. Wow. Thank you so much. So it sounds to me like you made a total transformation uh, from the the player uh, to realizing there's a, the sacredness in this love and how you brought uh, God, the, that knowing that God is uh, the love and that you aligned yourself with that. And so um, can I ask you, King, when did you know, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how you can, maybe you could talk a little bit about how you and your queen met each other, and what was it uh, about uh, Arlene that spoke to your heart? What was it about her? Uh, you know, I think every woman wants to know 
what is it that makes that man look at me and say, she's the one? What was it about her that said that to you? Was it in her conversation? Did she just walk into the room and you knew right away? What was that spark for you? Well, this is funny, but this is true. You have to first trust God, and you have to have a faith of knowing that. In that reality, seek ye first the kingdom of love and its righteousness, which actually is what the scripture says, because then you have to start living right. You have to be in to what is best as far as living is concerned, because it's not just seeking the kingdom and not doing your work, but you have to do right and be right. And so you have to allow yourself that alignment and then have a faith of knowing that God is going to handle that situation. And so I know a lot of people talk about uh, certain potions that you may need to use or, you know, certain prayers or invocations that have to be brought forth. But I, having a faith of knowing that the all-powerful, almighty God is the source of all creation and everything, whatever energies, whatever folks, whatever sources, whatever occasions are necessary, he's going to put in action for me because I may not be aware of what is necessary in order to go to the, the, the absolute details of maybe a spiritual bath or, or maybe uh, uh, sitting and, and meditating as I should. But what's going to happen is I'm going to be brought to a place of where community is going to share with me the things that are necessary for me to have the transformations that are necessary. So then I become aware and awakened to pick up the signs and signals that are necessary. So what happened for me is I heard her voice, and there was something in the resonance of her voice that was striking, but I couldn't really perceive it but the spirit inside of me was perceiving it. But I wasn't really paying it a whole bunch of attention. But because of the manifestation of the power of love, which is the power of God, she was getting that vibration to make the move. And as she was making the move and, the, and feeling that energetic vibration, it was ringing inside of me as well. And what What's striking to me is I went to an event in Chicago uh, just before my birthday celebration in September. And I think it is so strange because it seems so surrealistic. I remember being in uh, a party uh, that we had up there, and I was being introduced at the door, and we were passing cards from one to another of various people. And there was this lady that was in the corner that handed me her card, but she didn't say anything. You know, she kind of looked at me and I looked at her. And I knew there was some kind of connection there. But I said to her, um, I'll make sure to give you a call. And I continued, you know, with communication, Katie, with everybody else. And didn't give it any thought. What was striking for me is Arlene showed up here in Baltimore at the birthday celebration that I had posted on Facebook. 
And there wasn't a whole bunch of people there, but the people that were there were the ones that were supposed to be there. And Arlene handed me a card. And when I looked at that card, that was the card that I received in the dream. And I was like, wait a minute. I could have sworn she was in Chicago. She was never there. So you felt her even before she showed up. Yes, yes. And that's because I'm, I'm trusting in what God will do and can do because I was transitioning out of a relationship. And the thing that was interesting about the transitioning out of the relationship I was in is that I knew it was not going to be easy to transition out of that relationship. But the strange thing about that is I had to trust. And I'm telling you, faith and trust and and, 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 and knowing that God is going to handle things is phenomenal. I mean, it really is because that, that previous relationship, the intimacy was actually discontinued. It was on a mutual it was for for years. It was like we was going on three years of discontinuing the intimacy because we knew how important the that sexual energy is to keep you linked or locked in, and we knew that we were good for each other. We were good to each other, but we really weren't good for each other. So you have to have a maturity of understanding that. When it's time to move forward and move on, don't hold on. Let go and let God. And so that's what I did. And surely, as I talk to you now, there was a dissolving of that relationship that I think was comfortable enough for the shift and the transformation of myself and that other individual to come to a place to where when I came to meet Arlene, it was okay. There was no problems, and there was no issues, you know? And it is just so amazing to me because as I listened to Arlene and I started talking to her on the phone, I could feel a vibration that was telling me this woman needs to be with her on the phone. I would lay in the bed, and I actually said to her, you know, you need to be here with me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you that right now. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And I just went with spirit from there. Mm-hmm. And boom, I was like, this is, this is what's up. Because the compatibility fell right in alignment with everything. And I'd never been in such a compatible relationship before. Even with the sister that was um, that I was going to school with, um, even though we had a lot in common, the compatibility factor can only be found by allowing source to manifest what's necessary in your life and being obedient and listening and opening yourself up to that which is yours to receive. Because all source wants is the best for you, and you've got to believe that. You know, King, that goes right back to what we were saying earlier about that belief, and it sounds like you were just standing. You totally stood in your belief that, you know, spirit had your divine mate for you, and even though you went through the process through these other relationships, 
that you were able to just stand in your knowing. You know, and I think I heard you say, you know, you didn't really go through all the potions and the spiritual baths and all that kind of stuff. And maybe, obviously, that's not everybody's process. But you had your own process, doing your own spiritual work and your own trust and your own belief in what you ultimately wanted to attract to you. And there she showed up (laughs) at a party and handed you a card. So, you know, it just goes to show you, you just never know where that beloved is going to, how they're going to show up, how the universe is going to to bring them to you. That's that's just amazing and beautiful. I thank you so much for for sharing your journey and letting us know how you are connected with your queen. Um, and and if, if I may, um, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I found interesting, too, is Arlene has, um, let's see, Arlene Cahet. Okay, is 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 her name, right? And what I found for myself was recognizing that for me. Now, this is for me. I noticed how on the chessboard you have the king and you have the queen, and they're the two most powerful players on the board. But the king on the chessboard can only move one square at a time. Okay, it's a very powerful piece, but it doesn't have the power that the queen had, okay? Now, for me, I had to sit up there and look at that process, and out of the queens in which was by my side during the journey that I've had, there was a lot of issues because the queen has her way about certain things, and she wants to kind of rule the king. That's what I've been noticing. I ain't saying, you know, everybody's like that, but I'm just saying. So... What I discovered for myself is I needed somebody who had a spiritual connect that was super, super strong because a lot of the people that I came across, they had to think that, and it was so weird. It was like if I was this, I don't, I'm trying to be humble because that's what I, 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 well, I am, but it was just weird. There was a lot of jealousy going on, and I couldn't understand how in the relationships that I was in previously, they didn't know me. It was like, okay, if, I, if I'm with you, all right, this is me. I'm with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm not going out here and doing all that other crazy stuff because that's not who I am. But I would keep getting charges unnecessarily, which I could not figure out. So then I said I need somebody who had a spiritual connect that was strong and very strong because I don't want them to be deceived by negative forces that don't even exist. So I was like, I need an angel, okay? So my nickname for uh, Arlene is is Angel. But when I ended up finding out her last name, Kahet, means purifying light of God. And that's exactly what I need in my life. And so I know that this is it. And I just had to say that because I'm like, I'm excited. I'm going to stay excited. Oh my God, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. I feel your excitement. Wow, that is so, oh, that's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, beautiful. You got exactly what you needed. And you know, uh, that and, and that whole thing that you just said, King, is really a whole conversation about how we put charges on people that they don't even deserve. You know, and a lot, and most of it's our own insecurity, 
you know, stuff that we haven't let go of that, you know, that have been inflicted on us in, in other relationships. So you knew what you did not want, and your spirit drew to you exactly what your soul desired. So I am so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. May you always stay as as elated and blissful as you are now. Um, thank you. And thank thank you. you so much. Um, Bonnie, I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to ask King, but I'm a, uh, I wanted to bring uh, the queen back in for a second, and then we're going to open up the lines to see if there's anyone who would like to ask you guys some questions or maybe just do a congratulations to you finding true love. Bonnie, did you have anything you wanted to, to share or ask? Yeah, I, I, I do. I do have um, a question, but before I get into the question, I just – you know, I felt the energy that this brother, when he's talking about his queen and and how, you know, he he um, set off to, to find her, to attract her. And um, last week our show we talked about the awakened lover and the whole aspect of, you know, loving from the heart and the relationship of self-love and intuition and loving from the heart and not having an agenda and trusting and going in with the flow of things and being present. So I really love what this couple um, is doing in the name of love because my my thought process is that, you know, when when you have two people that have done the work, and not to say that it's perfect, because I'm sure there might be things that um, that might trigger and may bring some things up. But the fact that you're consciously, you know, doing the work and, and love and others can bear witness to it and, and you're sharing your story with us tonight, uh, I'm so grateful for the, the two of you um, and for the union. And um, with that being said, we talked about, you know, we're talking about compatibility and and having things in common. So, yeah, you know, we've, we've been, you know, people where they're cool, we have things in common, but what is it about that piece that that goes beyond having things in common to where we are compatible? You know, so what I wanted to um, propose this question to both Arlene and King is, you know, what is your take on the difference between compatibility and common interest? Okay, wow, that's a deep question, <laughs> but I'll see if I can. Um, okay, so the, I would say that the main difference, um, and and I'm I'm going to be honest and say that for uh, you know on the for real for real, the yeah. you know <laughs> the it, the a majority of what I would say the the deep compatibility that that King and I have, mm-hmm. um, that I had an intuitive understanding that that you know that he was right for me. Mm-hmm. All of those all of those those things that, you know, all of those things that, you know, you know, I, those doubts, those concerns, those nagging questions, that nagging feeling in the background that I would always feel uh with other people, I, I did not have that here. I, I think at one point, um, King did ask me when do you see our relationship ending? And, you know, I would look at it 
and I would feel, you know, I would be in that feeling space with it, and I didn't see it. You know, I just, I did not see it. I did not feel it. And here's the thing. Um, with, you know, um, much of last year, I did dating. You know, I would date people from time to time. And the most, you know, the experience that I would have or the thought that would come across my mind just just on the intuitive level is he is not a match. Next person, he is not a match. Next person, he's not a match. Next person, you can't even talk to dude here. And he is not a match. <laughs> I mean, literally, there was, and, and the guy, the guy did not, you know. And I was thinking of like the spiritual component, but the guy didn't even say anything about mm. the spiritual component. And he actually, he was actually interested in marrying me. And I just, there was a part of me that just, I was like, it's just like it's too hard for me mm-hmm. to even. I, I did not even have that. So a lot of it. It it was it was just intuitive. Like you know, I would sit, you know, I would talk with him, and as I listened to him talk, and I listened to that place where he speaks from, you know, that spiritual, that spiritual place, and mm-hmm. and I would find myself, uh, you know, being the mirror for that, being the echo, and and it it, it just it was it was just there would be like this sort of co-creative, you know, synergy that would take place between us just in conversation. And then when we actually got together, uh, that that synergy that I'm talking about, that co-creativeness, um, it just expanded. And there are times like there, like literally, when we were, when we were on our way up here to Jersey, um, there was this, you know, I had had the thought earlier today. I I I had this thought. I was like, I need some deodorant. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe we could. All I was thinking to myself, well, maybe we could go to the drugstore. Maybe we can do something. You know, uh, maybe you know, maybe we'll go to another store. You know, but it, it, I did not actually verbalize this. And as we're on our way, as we're on our way up to the hotel, we were in the Jersey area. He's like, "Do you need a pair of tweezers? I'm getting that you need to, you know, that we need to go to the drugstore." And I just sort of sit there and I look at, I looked at him and I was like, "Well, the thought of a drugstore did cross my mind earlier today." Wow. Earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> But it doesn't necessarily have to be a drugstore. And no, I don't need tweezers. <laughs> you know, no, I don't need tweezers. But there, you know, I need some. I need some deodorant. And but he's like, tuned to what you need. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's you know, yeah. and stuff and things like that happen continuously all the time, and it just seems to get you know bigger and more pronounced um, mm. as we're as we're spending time together. And I'm just like. I was, I did at one point think, man, there's there's no keeping any secrets from you. <laughs> and, and we're constantly picking up on, we're constantly kind of picking up on each other. I will have a thought, and I will have a thought, and I will actually vocalize it, and it's it's uh, going along, uh, going along with something that uh, his co-creative process. 
and, and it's just more or less like an add-in of information and things of that nature to what it is that he's doing and vice versa. So um, I, I, I don't know if that I, – I, I tried to answer that question as best as I can, but if there there is a level of, um, I, I guess you could say, you know, magic, spiritual magic mm-hmm. or co-creation – that that can't be quantified and explained in in ways that are are I think tangible for for most people. But when it's there and you you know you you just know, right. and when you right. when you you've developed that relationship with yourself and know yourself mm-hmm. and know what's going on and be honest and be be honest and and not try to be in that place of trying to make it fit. You know because right. I've been there too. I've, I've been mm-hmm. there too. I've just, I've tried to do that. Um, but you, you just you just get more and more authentic with yourself. You get more and more in alignment with with source, and it, it's like there's this coming together. Because he, I, I, I had at one time um, did ask him, um, did you have it? You know, he was talking earlier about seeing me at the event in Chicago. Mind you, I never went to Chicago. He just had a dream about me. Um, but I, at one point in our conversation, I was like, did you have a dream about me? And his response was, I'm not sure yet. But then later on, he saw my he saw my business card again, and that's when he recalled the dream where he actually saw me there in Chicago. So, you know, can't really explain it or quantify it, but uh, I hope that that answers your question as best. I tried to answer that question as best of my ability. Oh, no, it, it did. Thank you. Thank you for finding the words to put it together because, you know, to speak on that intuitive, that intuition and, and being tapped into that, um, that, that, that part of us that a lot of times, you know, we ignore. We ignore, um, you know, certain flags that come up in mm-hmm. other relationships. And, and being as though, you know, when we were in the beginning of the show, we were talking about, you know, things that we can do to attract our mate. And one of them, we talked about forgiveness and being grateful, but also being grateful to that person in that past relationship that showed us a piece of us that we needed to see to help us gauge on things that we needed to work on and tweak so that we can continue our journey to, you know, finding our um, our divine love mate. So, you know, um, so, so yeah, so having that and, and that builds that, that intuition, you know, that comes through us having certain experiences in our lives and consciously wanting to do the work to yeah. not repeat history. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. One of the things mm-hmm. that I, I, I kinda look at when you ask the question was common interest is just that. It's common. Whereas compatibility is like super rare. Common interest is common to find, but compatibility is about an alignment that develops in the ether of love that finds you out and seeks who you are to be with you because of you. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's, a spiritual, it's a spiritual experience, and, mm-hmm. and people need to actually link into that spirituality so that what's yours will come mm-hmm. to you because it's already ordained for you. Right. Because love, live, love lives in us 
lived in us before we became the flesh. Mm-hmm. Love itself is seeking itself. And all we have to do is open up so that she can find herself amongst us. Right. But to say right. love has no other desire but to fulfill herself. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. And also, you know, what she said about developing our relationship with the source, the source of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just gonna when uh, I'm so that's so beautiful what you said, King, uh, because what it what it brings to my mind is that uh, many people are looking for love on a superficial level, um, and that's probably why they get superficial relationships. You know, right. but when you're going, mm-hmm. when you have that uh, connection with spirit, and when you are in that mode of in that way of trusting and believing and knowing, knowing that this mm-hmm. is your birthright, knowing that right. uh, you're supposed to have that divine love connection. You know, in that in that energy and in that vibration, you will attract that one who is totally and completely compatible with you. And so when you you know when we're out there and we're looking and we're on doing the online dating and we're doing all this other stuff. If we're not connected spiritually, first of all, with ourselves and, you know, desiring to connect spiritually with that beloved, then we are going to get those superficial relationships that we're going to have to keep on jumping through uh, until we do the, until we go within. Uh, yes, I told, mm-hmm. I told the brother the other day, I said it's important to develop the relationship with the relationship building so that he can build the relationships for you. Because he's waiting to do it. Amen, amen to that. Mm-hmm. All right, family, well, you heard that. You heard the king say we uh, develop a relationship with the relationship builder. Because mm-hmm. he's ready, ready, ready to do it for you. So if you, if it's your heart's desire, your soul's desire to uh, not only attract, but connect with your divine mate, uh, connect with the relationship builder, uh, the spiritual presence of love that is God. Um, thank you so much, King and Arlene. We love y'all so much. I'm just so excited for you. Uh, Bonnie, we are at the top of the hour once again, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to um, give the family an opportunity to come in and uh, ask any questions that they may have of King and Arlene or offer them uh, any comments that they may have. So if anyone would like to speak with King and Arlene, please uh, press the number one to get into the queue, and we will bring you in on this conversation. And, and while we wait um, to see if any of the family want to participate on the conversation, I just want to say how I'm just just loving the the two of you, and I look forward to, you know, having you two back on the show again and just talking about your journey through love um, because this is, you know, we've had couples on the show before, and and we invite that to have both the male perspective and the, the female perspective. And then, you know, coming together again so that we can just have these conversations so that we, again, that we can just build up and raise up this love consciousness because the world, they need to see this. They need to know. It's, you know, if you looked on the news and 
on the Internet, you know, you wouldn't see the best representation of our black men, you know, in love and loving our sisters. But the fact that, you know, this brother's on the show and he's talking about how, you know, he found his queen and, and his queen is on the show and, you know, and talking about how she has her king. It's just a, just a beautiful thing to, to see and to witness. It, it absolutely is, Bonnie, and, mm-hmm. you know, it just reminds me of a fairy tale. I can't, you know, I'm look, I'm, a, I'm an old-fashioned fairy tale girl. Um, the <laughs> king has found his queen, and the queen has found her king. I'm just so, I'm just so in love with that uh, mm-hmm. ideal and idea, and with that reality, I'm so grateful. And I just want to say, I, I'm getting ready to bring um, a caller in, but, you know, when you surround yourself with a community of people that mm-hmm. are vibrating at the energy of love, you know, when, you, when that's part of the journey, you know, right. is being in that community, being around people who are talking love and being love and, you know, you're exchanging that love, then you can't help but have that experience come to you. So, that's you know, so I'd say, yeah, you know, Family, if you if you're ready to to make it happen, then get yourself in a good love love community. And um, mm-hmm. speaking of love community, I'm getting ready to bring on uh, the queen of love herself, and um, I'm gonna bring her on All first right. because I believe that uh, the <laughs> reason why King was in Chicago <laughs> uh, having that experience <laughs> and having that dream about his queen in Chicago was because of our beautiful sister, uh, Lady Love. So um, we can really bring her in now. Wow. Peace, love. peace to the goddess. Love to the goddesses. Thank you for bringing me in. <laughs> I am just wanted to say congratulations. I, I hear the love. I hear your heart and and I love what you said, King. You know, in essence, what you said is, you know, we don't have to be perfect. We just got to be open for love. And I think so many people think we got to do all this work so we can get this love life going. And you just got to be open, open to source and open to being the divine love name. We always trying to find and search, and we already are everything. And so once you become it, then you attract it. And I'm just excited to hear Love is in the Air, and I just wanted to say congratulations. What an amazing opportunity to live life when your soul sings. And, you know, just think if we could live our whole life by soul singing, our soul on fire. <laughs> so I just wanted to say congratulations. Thank you so very much. Hello, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I just want to add, um, you know, September is the first time I think I laid eyes on Arlene. Now, I'm talking about the September that just passed. Now, out of all of my relationships previously, I gave them years. My first marriage, I didn't marry that woman until we were seven years into the relationship. And then I was thinking I was doing the right thing. But I have to let God do what he do. But in my connect with Arlene, Everything that I hesitated on with all those other relationships, there was nothing that was holding anything back. It was like green lights straight down the road. I don't know if you've ever seen a road where you can look, and not only are the lights green, but they're not going to turn red. Oh, my (laughs) stuff's on the full speed ahead. 
I stepped on the gas. <laughs> All right, so Tink, she laid it on you, huh? She laid it on you so right, huh? No, just playing. <laughs> oh, we, were coming up, we was coming up here today, and I told her, I said, you know that, 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 that Michael Jackson song, um, well, how that thing go? You rock my world? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right, Eileen, we're going to have to take some notes. What did you do, girl? We're going to have to ask you. What did you do? <laughs> you know what? I just, I just I showed up. I just showed up. I just showed up. Now it's just uh, myself, I mean, and I showed up. I don't think you gave us all the ingredients to those spiritual baths. Uh-huh. We got to get the rest of the ingredients to the spiritual baths. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Listen, I and just, I want to know did you have some of that love potion oil? Because you know they they got these these love oils now that you can rub all over you. And they say, man, if you wear that, it'll attract the brothers won't won't be able to turn away from you. They'll be running after you. So did you have any of that? I want to know. No, I, I, I didn't have any of that. All all I knew was that Spirit was telling me to go show up at his birthday party. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's an opportunity. I, uh, like, mind you, I, I was not even thinking um, I wasn't even thinking about that. I wasn't even thinking about connecting with anybody, um, but Spirit had told me to show up. And so well, I was like, okay, an opportunity to get out of, the, out of the house. So I showed up. And when he saw me, there was this moment he paused, like, it, it, you know that look that, that men might give you, like, who's that? You know, it, he gave me that look. Again, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that when um, when I showed up at the party. And now I went ahead and I like he said I gave him my business card, and and what happened was, um, you know, two three days later, spirits telling me you need to go get, give him a call, and I'm like, what do you mean go give him a call? And then like you need to give him a call, and I'm like I'm the female I don't get calls, and let's just say. You know, I, I tend to be obedient, and I went ahead and <laughs> gave the call. I think uh, it was by the second call that I was I, I was made to call twice. It was by the second call that I think he began to pick up on that vibration that he was talking about. It wasn't something that was immediate. But no, no love potions, no nothing. I just, you know, I I was open. I was ready. I was receptive, and I was disturbed. Literally. And it's interesting that only mentions that because the the thing that I find amazing is if it wasn't for her being obedient to spirit, I might have missed this because I was allowing myself to be blocked by a relationship I was I had already supposedly had been out of for over two years. But because of the compassion that I have, um, just because I love people. And, and I want I want the best for people. I I allowed myself to block my own self, so I wasn't really trying to go anywhere. But then at the same time, I didn't know exactly what to do. So it's spirit that makes this happen. It really is, and you have to trust in that divine because Arlene is a person that is rare to find. She has all of the qualities that I know. Is ideal for what I'm after in my life, and you don't find it in city girls, in general. Okay, 
And I'm not saying all in country, but <laughs> what I'm saying is you you don't find what I needed in my relationship in my in my life just by going to the club or or trying to seek it out. You have to get you got to get help to make that happen, and that's what spirit did for me. And the spirit opened the door and made it happen. And I mean that's that's what it is. You know, I have I have a question, um, Janine. I, I know that um, I opened the line to you, but if if are you complete? And I have something I want to ask. Sure, sure, So I want to know, and you don't have to ask answer this question because I'm all up in your business. But <laughs> I just want to know: Is sex different when you have found your spiritual mate? Is your sex your your beautiful love making is it different when you found your spiritual mate? Okay, I, I guess I'll go ahead and answer that one. Thank um, you, Arlene. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> I like I that did. question. I, <laughs> I know he's up there and I know he's I know you're not, hun. Um I I will say um that he is the first um mate that I've ever had where all of those kinks that I have um, that I'm unafraid to share them with him and I'm unafraid to go down that journey with him. Those parts of ourselves, uh, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but that part of myself that I normally would keep hidden from uh, the, the previous mates that I had, um, I, I don't have that here. And so I'm able to share with him what those things are, those, those hidden desires, the desire to do role-playing games, the, the, the things, but that creative aspect of me that is the sexual goddess. I'm unafraid to do that. I can't say that I had that in any of the previous relationships that I had, even the even the marriage that I had. The if there was anything that was brought to the table, um, I was the one that brought it, and he was in comparison very boring. You know, the the first husband, and I can't say I can't say that here. I can't say that here. So it, it, let's just say I'm able to be vulnerable with him and those, even with those aspects of myself that I would have kept hidden from other people. And I'll share because what I found interesting was there was a, let me see, I'm going to go there. There was Man, let's person. go. You on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. We already made our <laughs> disclaimer, <right>. so... <laughs> And you know, King, and you know, King, every orgasm, God is in it. So you might as well talk about it because it's spiritual. Yes, yes. So let's come on and let's hear it. Hear it. Let's do it. For me, I said to myself, I had to first find out me, okay? Because I was like, okay, I'm the three part being, okay? I, I'm, I'm down with the spirit thing, okay? I'm recognizing that, you know, greatest he that's in me, than we that is in the world, all that stuff, right? Uh, I know that my soul is hungry, and I got to feed my soul, but I got to feed my flesh too. And I stood up there, and there was this sister who, let's say, an angel at the church, 
okay? And she's got the glow, and she's looking all, you know, everything that I can accept in a woman. But I don't know what she is as far as, you know, that, that sexual thing is concerned. And so I was like, well, let me make my approach see what's happening, right? Because I got to let someone let God. But she put me on hold, and she was like, I appreciate, you know, you, you coming to me. But, you know, let's, let, let's kind of just be cool. Let's be cool. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with that because I know what God's going to do. So I came back, and I was like, okay, Lord, you know where I am with this body because you know what I need, and you know what I need to have, have how I need to throw down, okay? Because I'm like, I can't get no relationship the way I can't throw down because I got to be able to throw down. And, you know, if you're going to let that religiosity go ahead and, you know, interfere with the slowdown, then we, we ain't compatible. <laughs> so when the situation came along that brought everything to the table, what I decided to do was get my fork and my knife and my spoon and my bowl, and I was to go ahead and just go have myself a meal. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, I ate it all up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and how delicious, delicious, delicious and divine is that? Brother said he ate it all up. We love it. We love it. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so beautiful. You know, I've I've often wondered what um, the difference is when, uh, when you're in a lovemaking with with the one, with the absolute one that God designed the two of you for. And it's just got to be, it's just got to be magnificent. It's just got to be all that um, because God is, is right there in the midst of that. So, and and, and so it's real. It's, it's real. God is right there. And, you know, before I didn't want to play that role, I didn't want to accept that because I'm sitting up here from a, a, a Christian background with this mindset that you know, um, you know, you, you got, you know, you, you you go ahead and 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 this sex thing is is not what God really wants for you. And I'm like, wait a minute, He gave me this. Now if He gave me this, and this thing is going like this, then I'm gonna give it back to Him so that He can handle what this is. Because if I if I go with it, I might go I might go off, and I I can't do it like that. So I had to have the guidance. Uh, and the acknowledgement of knowing that everything is God. And so when I'm involved with her, I'm involved with her because that's where God has put me. And so that's who gives me the strength to do what I do when I do what I do because I got to do that, do that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, um, I'm going to open up the line to uh, we have another caller who wants to chime in on this conversation. And um, Goddess Janine, thank you so much. God bless you. We love you. And we are going to open it up to 321-202-321. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Hmm, good God evening. I am Rosa J. She's the goddess. I heard a couple of things that are so correct, I believe to be correct, about when you um, open yourself 
to love, love comes to you. You know, if you want to be in a loving relationship, I heard someone say you have to be around people who are in a loving relationship or relationships, and that's the most wonderful thing about love. If you're surrounded by love and folks that are in loving marriages, then your mate will show up. But you have to first say, God, I'm open to relationship of love. I forgive and accept all the lessons of past relationships. But one of the most amazing things that I heard said by my sister, Arlene, she said she thought about going to the drugstore, and my brother picked up on it. And that's what I'm talking about. When you know that you have met the person that is really in tune with you, when your thoughts are connected, when you can talk, and I talked about that before on the love journey, to have a relationship where it's purely between the two of you to the point where your mouth does not have to open to express yourself to each other. That's a great beginning. That's a relationship that can go beyond the physical. That you can travel with each other in the spirit and know that you're together as one. Because they say in the Bible that when you take a wife, that you are to be one. The two become one. And a lot of times that takes a long time, but you guys are already there. So it has no other choice but to get better and better. And eventually you'll have that thing where, I said before, when you touch each other and you have that orgasmic feeling, you know, just the mere touch of another of that person that you love so much. They don't have to say anything to you. I congratulate you on finding your mate, and I wish you all that God has in store for you. I don't think you're going to be one of those people, those people who uh, get to the other side and say they didn't get all their blessings because you guys have got a good start. Your box is going to be empty. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rosa. Thank you, thank you, Rosa. Love you, love you, love you all. Thank you. Love you. Congratulations. Thank you, Rosa J. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I'm going to carry that uh, with me, uh, and I'm going to say that all the time. When you can touch each other, when you can hold each other's hands and have an orgasm. Oh, yes. And as uh, Queen Janine says, Brother uh, Astarius says, when you, uh, what is it, Janine? When you have an orgasm, you're popping the cherry of the universe. Universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So we have just about five minutes left while the time has just gone by so quickly. Uh, King and Arlene, I just, I can't even tell you how I am just so elated for the two of you. I'm so happy that you have found each other in such a beautiful and amazing way. Um, you just goes to show you that when you love God, you will get everything that your heart desires. When you're so in love 
with spirit, when you're so in love with who you are, uh, then the universe will bring you everything your heart desires. So I wish you all the best, the uh, love, the bliss, the joy, the good sex, the amazing health and wealth and prosperity and peace and everything that you could imagine having with one another. And I wish you um, well on your journey in love. Um, if there's anything that you would have to say to the family before you leave, uh, please take a moment to do that, and then we're going to leave out with some music. Uh, I want to thank the family so much for being here with us tonight and experiencing this wonderful love connection. Uh, King and Arlene, did you have anything you'd like to say to the family before you leave tonight? I would like to at least give you this quote from Khalil Gibran, and it goes like this. But let there be spaces in your togetherness, and let the winds of the heavens dance between you. Love one another, but make not a bond of love. Let it rather be a moving sea between the shores of your souls. Fill each other's cup, but drink not from one cup. Give one another of your bread, but eat not from the same loaf. Sing and dance together and be joyous, but let each one of you be alone. Even as the strings of a lute are alone, though they quiver with the same music, give your hearts, but not into each other's keeping. For only the hand of life can contain your hearts and stand together, yet not too near together. For the pillars of the temple stand apart, and the oak tree and the cypress grow not in each other's shadow.